there, and welcome to Silenced Histories. For February, we are recognizing Black History Month with a daily story or nugget of information that you may or may not have learned about in school. This month, we have Jen the Librarian with us to share her research and perspective. Here is Jen. Day 13. As a favor to you, I'd like to take a second to let you know the following topic is hard for me to write about. Reading about it hurts, writing about it hurts, and knowing it's a cycle is the worst part. Con consider yourself warned. Once upon a time, there was a boy named Emmett Till. Hmm. Emmett grew up in the northeastern part of the United States during the 40s and 50s. The majority of his life was spent being raised by a single mother who remarried once, but it didn't last long, or by his grandmother. His father was executed during World War II. When he was six, he contracted polio, which left him with a stutter. During this part of the 20th century, the North progressed at a, a bit more rapidly than the South, naturally. The South still hadn't really gotten over the war. It happened so long ago. Get over it. I'm like, no, I won't. Mm -hmm. And there were still some people, some really terrible people, who lived there. The North had been a little bit more forgiving. One day, Emmett was visiting his great uncle in Chicago, where Emmett lived, and his uncle was telling him stories of growing up in Mississippi. Emmett wanted to visit for himself, so he went down to visit his uncle soon thereafter. Emmett and his cousin decided to skip church one day while they were visiting and instead went to play with some of the local kids. They stopped by a market to buy some candy and though accounts of what happened differ, there was an exchange between 14-year-old Emmett and the shopkeeper, 21-year-old Carolyn. Some say Emmett wolf whistled or made sexual advances at her. Others say he whistled to help overcome his stuttering and may have whistled to get his sentence out. Emmett's cousin entered the store after Emmett and said he didn't see anything at all. Regardless, Carolyn freaked out and ran to grab her pistol. Needless to say, the kids got scared and ran away. Emmett and his cousin didn't tell their great uncle for fear they'd get in trouble, but Carolyn, the shopkeeper, told a shit ton of people. When her husband found out, he pretty much lost it. A few days later, in the middle of the night, Carolyn's husband, Roy, and his brother, J.W., drove to Emmett's uncle's house and kidnapped Emmett by force. They threw him into the back of Roy's truck, pistol-whipped him, and drove away. They took Emmett to a barn and beat him, probably with a gun, definitely with their fists. They then stole a huge fan from a cotton gin, tied it around his neck with barbed wire, stripped him down, shot him in the head, and dumped him in the river. Roy and J.W. went home and burned his clothes. His body was found three days later. Roy and J.W. were later arrested for kidnapping, but swore up and down they let Emmett go after kidnapping him. Since the body was so distorted from being submerged in the water, and the two men claimed they had let him go, they could not prove the body was Emmett's. A month later, they were put on trial for murder and, facing a jury of 23 white men, were acquitted. Mm, of course. Shameful. A few years later, the two men did an interview with a magazine where they admitted to murdering Emmett Till. In an interview from 2008 with Carolyn, the shopkeeper, she admitted to lying about any sexual advances 
that Emmett made. By the way, the information about Carolyn Lyne was released about a year ago. Hmm. Does any of this sound familiar? Because in 2012, when George Zimmerman shot and killed Trayvon Martin, all I could think about was Emmett Till. I'll let you ruminate on the parallels of these two cases. We wish this was the end. Hmm. Silenced Histories is a project to bring to light those stories and struggles that have been marginalized throughout American history. Look for us throughout the month of February and again in November for First Nations slash Native American Indian History Month. We'll be adding more content. Women's History Month and Pride Month are up next until we have 365 days for you. If there is a story you'd like us to talk about, email us at silencedhistories at gmail.com. And in the meantime, remember, no effort in this world is ever lost or wasted. Onward, friends.